Good morning, everybody. This is Dee Kelly. I'm the pastor at San Diego First Church of the Nazarene, and I'm so glad to be with you on our Connections podcast. This is the podcast where we take what was uh, discussed on our Sunday morning text and try and connect it to the other lectionary readings. For those of you who are just joining us for the first or second time, it's just a reminder that we are on a three-year journey through the lectionary readings. We're about halfway through the first year, often referred to as year A. And this past Sunday, uh, the text that we used was the text out of Matthew, Matthew 13, 1 through 9, and 18 through 23. And that text was a text that um, took us into one of the parables that we find in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus speaking about the kingdom of heaven, and it was the parable of the sower of the seeds, where seed landed on pathway soil and rocky soil and thorny soil and good soil. And we tried to draw out what that might mean for us today. So now we take that and try and examine uh, the other passages of the lectionary and see if there are any connecting points, ways by which one passage of scripture helps us to understand another passage of scripture which is a wonderful exercise in discipleship and in allowing the Word of God to be its um, own commentary. So there were three other readings um, for the week. One was the Romans 8 passage, the beginning portion, verses 1 through 11, um, Genesis 25, 19 through 34, but we're going to try and make particular connections to Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112. And as we often do, we will read the passage as a way to jump into that. This again is Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112. And it begins this way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. I have taken an oath and confirmed it that I will follow your righteous laws. I have suffered much. Renew my life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, O Lord, the willing praise of my mouth and teach me your laws. Though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your law. The wicked have set a snare for me, but I have not strayed from your precepts. Your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, I want to remind you, as I did just a few moments ago, that there are other readings to connect to. It may be that you are particularly drawn to the Romans 8 passage, which is a beautiful passage that kind of, gives a response to the struggle with sin that Paul describes in Romans 7. The struggle that goes back and forth about doing things that I don't want to do or not doing things the very things that I would like to do. And I find myself caught in this trap between that which is good and that which is not good. And it's like a battle warring inside of me. Well, the way that chapter 8 starts you wish that there wasn't a chapter break because it provides the wonderful response to the end of seven. And it says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. 
because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit has set me free from the law of sin and death. So you might find there the wonderful hope that we have in the good news and connect it back to the sower and the seed, where the good news, when it finds fertile soil, sets us free. It is this realization when the message of the kingdom of heaven is understood that it's nothing that we do, it's what Christ has done for us, and we've been set free. Or you may be drawn to the Genesis passage, Genesis 25, and this is um, the story of Jacob and Esau, and Jacob stealing Esau's birthright, and the tension between those two. And in the lectionary, uh, the living lectionary, the guide that we have, there's a wonderful depiction of how we want our superheroes to behave and the backstory for superheroes. And it's interesting that Jacob is chosen as the one through whom the Messiah will come, through whom God will work, and yet his backstory is not pretty. And so it's interesting, uh, once again, if you wanted to dig in deeper there and to reflect on how that might fit into the parable of the sower of the seed, that there are some seed that fall on fertile ground and other seed that fall into places that have the tendency to choke out the good news. So behaviors of Jacob that in his early years seemed to choke out the opportunity for relationship and kindness and goodness and the tension that arose between the two brothers. Jacob seemed to live far more in fear of Esau's response over the years than Esau. Esau, when they finally met as adults, um, seemed joyful and welcomed Jacob. So Jacob robbed himself by not being sensitive to the seeds of God's grace in his life. But we're looking at Psalm 119. And Psalm 119 is the longest psalm we have. It is a psalm that has several verses to it, and each verse begins with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So um, it begins with the letter Aleph in the Hebrew uh, alphabet and ends with the letter Tau. And right in the middle is the letter Nun, N-U-N, is how it's pronounced, and that's the passage that we look at. The entire psalm is all about God's word, God's precepts, God's laws, God's ordinances, God's commands, and the joy or the power or the life of following God's law and God's commands. And so in this particular passage, we have the psalmist writing about the word as a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. It is um, what shows me the way moving forward. It helps me to choose between options. It guides me between good choices and better choices. Um, it helps me to make choices that not only honor God, but honor my neighbor. And then through all of that, honor the best that's inside of me and inside of you. So when we look at this particular section of scripture, there might be a phrase that jumps off the page to you. You might just want to dwell for a while and the word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. 
I find myself drawn a little bit more to verse 109 where it says, though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your law. For me, that is a wonderful connection to the parable of the sower because I believe that the three soils that were not good soil, the pathway soil, thorny soil, and rocky soil. All of those seem to depict either where I have taken my life back into my own hands or circumstances have caused me to lose sight of the pathway that God has chosen or is directing for my life. Directing not to make it hard for me, but so that God's purposes might be done in the world and in me. It is God's desire that I live my best life in obedience to God's call and making the world a better place. But I often take my life back into my own hands. And I do that because I get distracted or I get selfish or I feel like I can no longer trust. My fears grab hold of me. And so I try and grab hold of that which is tangible, that which I can touch, that which I can control. And yet God's precepts keep inviting me to places of trust. In the midst of circumstances that find difficult to trust, not to ignore the best wisdom I have because God works through my wisdom, not to ignore some of the desires of my own heart, because if God dwells within, God begins to mold the desires of my own heart. But to me, keep my ear constantly open to how the precepts and guidance of God leads me in directions that call me to trust, but also call me to my best. Calls me not to control, but to love and to trust that love does the work that I can't do. So I come back to that. Though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your law. If I will return back to the wonderful Proverbs that God teaches me, to the parables that Jesus taught, um, to the admonition to follow Jesus' commands, and what are they? Well, it's this, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. On these two hang all the law and all the prophets. And so, for me, this is an invitation, an invitation to remind myself how constantly I take my life in my own hands and how much I need to be reminded that good soil is dependent upon me trusting God and returning again and again to the goodness of God and how God invites me to be goodness in the world. Well, I sure have enjoyed this dig into the portion of um, the lectionary readings that we have. I hope it encourages you to take a passage from different readings and see how they might relate. To ask yourself particular questions. How do you view God's word? God's precepts, the teachings that we hear from Jesus, how do they fit in your own life? How would you like this week to reflect your trust in your creator?
And in order to do that, what are the things on which you need to dwell? I hope this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're uh, listening to this, you might pause long enough simply to offer the simple prayer, Oh Lord, please guide me. And then listen and see if the Spirit responds to how you might be led by God's Spirit this day and this week. I hope it's a wonderful week for you. I look forward to the next time we're together. Thanks.